You are Locked On LSU, your daily podcast on the LSU Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Okay, let's get it. Locked On LSU, your team every day. I'm Matt Moscona, ESPN Radio, Baton Rouge, New Orleans, Alexandria, CST. And right here for the Locked On LSU podcast, where we're brought to you by Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar in the world. Order yours at BuiltBar.com and use the promo code LOCKEDON to save 20% off your order. So the basketball Tigers go on the road, get a nice win over Ole Miss. Uh, Football picks up a commit over the weekend for the class of 2022, but the biggest news, of course, is what transpired late Friday, and that is that Cincinnati defensive coordinator Marcus Freeman, who interviewed last week in Baton Rouge for LSU's vacant defensive coordinator position, decided that he was, in fact, going to leave Cincinnati but not for Baton Rouge, instead choosing to become the new defensive coordinator at Notre Dame. So Marcus Freeman off the board, and Ed Ogeron moves to the second phase of this coordinator search. First, some reaction to Freeman. This is massively disappointing. There's no other way around it. Uh, Marcus Freeman checked every box of what you were looking for. He is young, energetic, successful, played in the league, 34 years old, gone through the coaching ranks the right way from a GA to a position coach at Kent State to Purdue as a position coach, then co-DC, then four years as defensive coordinator at Cincinnati, had great success, stated ambition of becoming a head coach. He is everything that Bo Pelini isn't, which is old and tired and coasting and satisfied this was exactly what you wanted, and it has been expressed to me, as I've said here, that LSU would prefer to hire a minority candidate. Uh, it's no secret. We've talked about it candidly here. There was a lot of unrest within this program throughout the past year, which stemmed from the uh, civil and racial unrest in our country last summer, and I think that there is a desire to diversify this coaching staff, and hiring an African-American defense coordinator would be part of doing that. So. To the, it's not saying that that's a prerequisite, but it's certainly something that they're considering strongly and want to take into consideration. So where does LSU go from here with Freeman off the board? It, it is massively disappointing because you had everything to offer. And the thing that Ed Ogeron is best at is selling, like we've talked about. I mean, he is a recruiter. That is his superpower. And he was unable to convince Marcus Freeman why the opportunity at LSU was better than Cincinnati and Notre Dame. So... LSU moves on, and I think the fact that you haven't seen more quick movement on this tells you there wasn't a ready, set plan B in place. Then normally, I'll give you Auburn, for example. Auburn just hired a head coach and Brian Harson, and you can laugh about how many people turned that job down, but the bottom line was they had their list, they had it in order, and they were firing off. And when one said no, it was on to the next. It doesn't feel like that with this. It seems as though LSU had Marcus Freeman as their guy. He said no, and now it's back to square one for LSU. Timing does matter, but I'd say it isn't necessarily critical. Uh, The semester starts today, so you do have students back on campus, which means you can have the football players back in the facility working out on their – you're doing stuff on their own with the strength and condition staff – You can't work necessarily with the coaches, but 
you know, at Ogeron likes to call it football school, where the guys are sort of in a classroom setting, learning the offense, defense, et cetera. Um, it certainly would be nice to have your defensive coordinator in place now to start learning those concepts before spring. It's not altogether atypical, though, that this could go beyond uh, the February signing period, as we've seen in the past before with coordinator hires. That was the case with with Cam Cameron. Um, whenever Les Miles hired him, I don't want to uh, evoke the name that um, might be sort of a, a four-letter word to uh, to many LSU fans, but you know that was done in February. Um, it was late January when LSU hired Bo Pelini a year ago. It was January 27th when they hired Bo. So I guess my point is, it doesn't have to be today. The quicker, the better, though, so you can start the process of moving toward uh, what your defense is going to look like. So sooner, the better. As far as names, uh, some of the ones that you're hearing or some of the ones we've mentioned often, uh, Barry Odom at Arkansas, who's been a D.C. at both Arkansas and Missouri, was the head coach at Missouri, knows the SEC, knows the SEC West, and has done really well in this new age of football uh, as a defensive coordinator. Uh, one that I mentioned also is Zach Arnett, who is a young guy, 34 years old. He was at San Diego State, had great defenses there. He just spent this last year at Mississippi State. Uh, some might mention Mike Elko. Mike Elko is the defensive coordinator at Texas A&M. Remember, Elko was hired by Jimbo Fisher at A&M when Scott Woodward was the AD at A&M. So there is sort of a, a tie there um, for, for Mike Elko. There are other sort of off-the-beaten-path names. David Reeves is one. He's the defensive coordinator at UAB, um, another young guy who's had you know UAB with top 10 defenses in the country and certainly regionally uh, makes sense down in this part of the country. But if you're going for the name, for the splash, you you missed out on that. Um, you missed out on that opportunity with, um, with, with Marcus Freeman. So what is next for Ed Ogeron and his staff? We'll find out uh, as we move forward. My, if you ask me a preference, I would say Odom, Arnett would be my choices. I think those are guys that have proven they are in the mold of what you are seeking and have had success. And it would be – one name we haven't mentioned yet is Corey Raymond. I know people ask about that often, but consider this. You just hired an offensive coordinator and passing game coordinator that have never done those jobs. Do you really want to hire a defensive coordinator also that has never done that job? in what feels like a critically pivotal year for Ed Ogeron, for this program and his staff, it would be really difficult to justify hiring coordinators, three coordinators who had never held those positions before. Similarly, how hypocritical to hire an offensive coordinator, a passing game coordinator who had never done those jobs, and then say you can't hire Corey Raymond because he's never done that job. Not an easy decision right now for Ed Ogeron, but a critical one that he has to nail uh, for the sake of this program. All right, it is the Locked On LSU podcast. Um, LSU uh, football did pick up a commit. We'll get to that in a bit. But uh, basketball went on the road to Oxford and got a win against Ole Miss over the weekend. We'll recap that. Remember, if you want to bet on tonight's college football national championship game, get to betonline.ag, betonline.ag. And the best part about it, while betonline.ag is a safe, secure, fun way to wager on sports online, they're also giving you a 50% welcome bonus. It's a it's free to sign up, betonline.ag. When you go to the cashier, make a deposit into your account to start playing. Use the promo code locked on, one word, locked on, and they'll give you a 50% welcome bonus. So, for example, go to your account, uh, re register an account, open it up, go to make your deposit. 
Use the promo code Locked On for your bonus, your promo code. If you deposit $100, bucks, they will give you an extra $50 to play with for free. Again, betonline.ag. If you want to bet on the NFL playoffs, the NBA and college basketball in full swing, uh, in-game live betting as well is available. It's the betting platform that I've used for more than a decade. You can trust it as well, betonline.ag. Betonline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. 2020 is mercifully over. Time for a fresh start, a few more wins. If you're betting this year and you want more wins, listen to Locked On Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling of Paramount Sports. They're picking college basketball, football, and NBA locks all winter long. Subscribe to Locked On Bets wherever you get your podcasts. LSU basketball goes on the road and gets a win over Ole Miss this past Saturday. And it was impressive because if you heard the news late in the week, outbreak of COVID at Missouri, where LSU was supposed to play, also an outbreak of COVID at South Carolina, who Ole Miss was supposed to play. So the game that was scheduled for mid-February between LSU and Ole Miss and Oxford got moved to Saturday. And LSU, with a mighty impressive road win, uh, the defensive effort was much greater and the Tigers, there was never really in doubt. At one point earlier in this game, it was 31 to 15. Uh, LSU ends up winning by 14, 75 to 61 over the Rebs. Here was Will Wade on the win. Really, really good effort by our guys. Everybody in our program, man, strapped up the last 36 hours to make this happen. Staff, players, managers, Nelson and Ops with LeBrent. I mean, it's been a hectic uh, 36 hours, but we always say you can make an excuse or you can make it happen. You got to make it happen. We don't like to make a lot of excuses. So thought it was our best effort. Thought we were locked in. We were focused. Our defense was tremendous. That's how we've guarded in practice. We just haven't been able to get that stuff in the game. And I thought we did a great job defensively. We did a solid job rebounding. Bounding. Um, we got contributions from everybody. And so it's just a very, very good road win over a good, good Mississippi team. So very, very proud of our guys, very, very proud of everybody in our program for coming together and making this making this happen on a short term. Of course, if the win is the uh, storyline A, then one A would be the injury to Cameron Thomas, uh, rolled his ankle in the ball game. So for Will Wade, uh, he gave an update on Thomas, um, who'd started the game. Played just four minutes, but here was Will Wade updating the injury. Well, Cam, I mean, it's I don't think it's anything that bad. When you jump so high on your jump shot like he does, you know, this has happened in practice a couple times. Um, you know, they walk up underneath you as you're as you're coming down on the finish. It's one of the, just one of those one of those deals. But I think he'd be questionable for Wednesday. But I, I think after that he'll be he should be fine. We'll see we'll see how he progresses between now and Wednesday. I was just talking with him and he said it wasn't as bad as some of the other ones he's had. So with Cam Thomas playing only four minutes, uh, Trendon Watford was thrust into the star role for LSU, and he answered. Played 31 minutes, led LSU with 21 points and six rebounds. Uh, Darius Days with 15, Javante Smart with 17. So the core group of players who returned from the team a year ago with Cam Thomas out stepped up. And I was asked the question over the weekend, you know, what about 
you know, Watford taking on sort of a, a secondary role to Cam Thomas. My my point is, or or the answer actually the question was phrased, is it concerning in any way that you remove Cam Thomas and you play as well as you did? And I, I would answer actually to the contrary. No. I think it's actually an amazing display of camaraderie and teamwork and owning your role when you're a veteran player who's capable of what Trendon Watford's capable, who's willing to say for the betterment of the team, our offense needs to run through Cam Thomas and we're better for it. But if Cam Thomas isn't there, we know how to win in other ways. And that was evident. So that was great to see Trendon Watford play the way that he did this weekend. And from the bench also, uh, Josh LeBlanc, Eric Gaines gave you 10 points off the bench. Uh, Jalen Cook came off the bench. Uh, Andre Hyde gave you 17 minutes. LSU pulled in a lot of different directions when they needed. Here was Will Wade talking about his bench's production on Saturday. Eric Gaines has been awesome, and it was good to finally see it in the game and get it into the game because we see it every day in practice. I thought he was tremendous. Jalen Cook gave us great minutes. LeBlanc was great as usual. Andre Hyatt, man, you know, kind of buried him there for a little bit, and and he just kept working, kept doing it. We out-rebounded him, and Hyatt had five defensive rebounds. You know, we haven't been getting a lot of defensive rebounding outside of Mwani from that three spot. thought Hyatt was tremendous today. Had some Had a great finish, had a nice little mid-range pull-up. And so, you know, that's how we all, I mean, we don't, like I said, we don't make excuses. We make it happen. We don't, we don't sit around feeling sorry for ourselves, crying for ourselves. We just find a way and that's what we're about. And, and, you know, when you have that mentality, I think it, I think it helps in situations like these. Really impressive performance after a ho-hum effort needing overtime to beat a bad Georgia team, LSU on the road against Ole Miss and just throttled the Rebels, most notably a, a strong defensive effort from LSU, allowing just 61 points to the Rebs. So, LSU will host Arkansas on Wednesday. We'll preview that game as we move through the uh, through the week. But Arkansas is a really strong defensive team. Or excuse me, offensive team averaging 88 a game. LSU averaging 85. So for some context, that's a team that can really score the basketball. So Arkansas at the Maravich Center on Wednesday. And then this weekend, South Carolina comes into the Maravich Center. So a nice opportunity for uh, the basketball Tigers to go on a little bit of a run here. Uh, speaking of a run, it's been a really strong recruiting season for the LSU football Tigers, and Coach O and the staff are already getting a jump start in 2022. We'll get to that here in just a second. We're brought to you by Built Bar and BuiltBar.com. Best tasting protein bar in the world, bar none. Find your favorite flavor. You can do it right now. Go to BuiltBar.com, BuiltBar.com. Make sure you use the promo code Locked On to save 20% off your order. Built Bars are fantastic. As a matter of fact, yesterday I had one for breakfast. I have one in my desk right now that I'll have as a snack before my afternoon radio show. They're low-calorie, low-sugar, gluten-free, high in protein. Uh, they're great for keto. If your New Year's resolution is lose weight and you're trying to cut back on your calories or eat smart and eat healthy but still eat great, Built Bar can help you do it. Great as a meal replacement for breakfast, maybe that, that late morning or early afternoon snack if you need it post-workout. Instead of grabbing a candy bar, grab a Built Bar that tastes like a candy bar. BuiltBar.com. BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code Locked On to save 20% off your order at BuiltBar.com. Put a button here on the Monday edition of Locked On LSU. If you've not done so yet, please subscribe to the podcast. We appreciate you, as always, for being here. Tell a friend. Uh, roughly 20 minutes or so of LSU content every Monday through Friday. We're here, Locked On LSU, and today we're presented by Built Bar. Uh, Coach O and the Tigers staff got a commitment on Friday from a defensive back out of Georgia, Jadarian Rim, who is a 6'1", 170-pound cornerback, four-star, ranked in the 247 composite, number 145 overall. 
He's the 17th best cornerback in the country. Again, so finishing up his high school junior season, so he'll sign next year for the Tigers. Uh, Jadarian Rim had offers from all the big boys. And again, Ed Ogeron and the staff go out of state and dip into Georgia for a top-tier player. Had offers from LSU and Alabama, Arkansas, schools like Cincinnati. So uh, Florida uh, had the offer as well, Florida State, Georgia. So, I mean, he had offers from everybody, South Carolina, Tennessee. I mean, name it, the who's who. He had offers from all of them, and Corey Raymond continues to reel him in for DBU. So when you look at LSU's class of 2022 for now, uh, eight commits headlined by Walker Howard, the uh, four-star quarterback out of St. Thomas Moore and Lafayette. Uh, as far as defensive backs, already two safeties committed, Bryce Anderson and Brian Allen Jr., both out of Texas. And now Jadarian Rim becomes the first cornerback for the class of 2022 out of Valdosta, Georgia. The other interesting thing is, you know, you look for you look for uh, in-state prospects first and then supplement out-of-state. So you've got Walker Howard committed. you got Sean Washington, the defensive tackle out of Warren Easton uh, in New Orleans. And you got a couple of in-state receivers. Aaron Anderson out of Edna Carr, DeColdis Crawford out of Shreveport, at Green Oaks. So you've got in-state kids, but they're also supplementing out-of-state. Already eight commitments now for the class of 2022 for LSU, the latest there being Jadarian Rim, the cornerback out of Valdosta, Georgia. And when you look at how that position continues to shape up, when you get into the 2022 season, you're likely not going to have Derek Stingley. This 21 campaign will obviously be his last. So you'll be replacing him in 2022. Uh, Elias Ricks should be entering his junior season, which could be his final year in Baton Rouge. And then you have to see what happens with the rest of the guys that have been have been you know the, part of this defensive backfield uh, with Cordell Flott and um, and you know, players like that. We saw you know young players like Jay Ward this year step up and play a real integral role. But those guys will be in their junior and their veteran seasons by that point. So you know when you look at Jadarian Rim, he could be part of the next wave of players that step on campus and have a chance to make an impact in year one because of the the turnover at that position because of the success LSU's had. So. Again, eight commits for 2022. Jadarian Rim, cornerback out of Georgia, a four-star, is the uh, latest to join the class of 2022. However they finish in 2021 and how this coaching staff shapes up, whenever there is news, we'll have it for you here locked on LSU. National championship game is tonight. No doubt we'll have something to say about it tomorrow uh, on the Locked on LSU podcast. We'll see you then. Locked on LSU, your team every day.